This podcast is not here for those people that are trying to stay out of last place. Because those consequences don't exist for the people that are listening to this podcast. These are the people that always end up in the playoffs but can't seem to get over that hump. Or the ones who just want to dominate year after year just to show everybody else they're the champions. Guys, this is a fantasy football intervention. And we're about to intervene with your fantasy football life. Yeah, baby, it's that time. It's that time. One of the biggest games of the year. The one that every single player is playing their hearts out so they can play in this game coming up. It's the game that every single player wants to be in. We're talking about the Pro Bowl, baby. Fuck yeah. Nah, just kidding. Well, kind of. But listen, if there's any kind of football involved, I want to be able to bet on it. That's right, because I win most of the time. And this one was definitely a little tough. It's the Pro Bowl. It's pretty much a crapshoot. Nobody has any idea who's going to walk away with that MVP trophy. It's tough. It's a tough one. But I did figure out a few things. Went back, checked out the injury reports for the games, the injury reports prior to for the previous three or four weeks. Went back and checked out the player's seasons. Check the game logs, check the statistics, and I found out a little, a little something, just a few couple of things. First off, if anybody is nicked up at all and they're going to be a free agent, they're most likely not going to be playing a whole ton in this game coming up. Second thing that I learned, if anybody has any kind of semi-serious injury that could end up further hurting them, such as like a hamstring injury or something along those lines, they're obviously not going to be playing. Running backs don't do shit unless, unless it's a fullback. They're not going to be pounding that hole. They blow the, the whistle if there's any kind of contact. So running backs are pretty much null and void for the most part unless it's a fullback because, let's face it, fullbacks don't really get too much opportunity throughout the season. But yeah, the coaches, the players, they want to see the big guy run the ball. They want to see the big guy get the opportunities. This guy that has been blocking these defensive linemen, these linebackers taking the biggest hits throughout the entire season, they want to get these guys involved and give them a little bit of dessert. Throw some sugar on that shit for them, right? Let them eat. Let them eat. Let them eat. Now, we saw it last year. Another big thing is we have no idea what wide receiver is going to go off. It's completely, completely random. It's not like the top wide receiver, the one with the most votes is going to go off. And typically, the guys that are getting the tight end or the touchdowns are like the tight ends or the guys that haven't seen that much opportunity when it comes to receiving targets. Right? They want to call these trick plays and these sneaky ways to get these players that aren't as involved in the game plan into the game plan. Another thing that I learned was that nobody is going to be dominating touches. It's all spread out pretty consistently all the way through. I mean, last year, the quarterbacks, the most pass completions by a quarterback last year was seven. And guess what? Three or four players all had seven completions. 
So nobody's going to go out there and just dominate touches, dominate targets when it comes to the wide receiver position, dominate carries. There's not going to be that one guy. Now, the quarterbacks, from what I've seen, are overall pretty safe because they're not running the ball. And typically each quarterback ends up with some sort of touchdown or something along those lines. So quarterbacks are pretty safe. So for cash lineups, I'm going quarterback heavy, hitting on like Michael Thomas and one of the receivers, something along those lines. When it comes to tournaments, I'm be doing something very, very similar. But I'm gonna be playing naked quarterbacks, essentially. I don't care about the stacks. I don't care. Now, if you want to go all in on a lineup when it comes to tournaments, then you can go straight wide receivers with one quarterback. Something like Lamar Jackson, along with Devontae Adams, right? Maybe Amari Cooper, something along those lines. Throw in another low end guy in there, somebody like CJ Ham, who I really, really like this week. That's one way to go about it. But me personally, I think I'm going to be stacking up quarterbacks. I'm going to do two or three quarterbacks. I'll probably end up with Michael Thomas in there in a bunch of different lineups. Him or Devontae Parker. I'm sorry, not Devontae Parker, Devontae Adams. And then throw some mystery guy in there who could end up seeing a ton of touches. Like I talked about, CJ Ham is somebody who I really, really like this week for the Pro Bowl. Somebody else that I could see having a big game is maybe Mark Andrews. Kickers, they don't really exist in the Pro Bowl. So I'm not concerned or overly concerned with, with letting them play or putting them in my lineups. They go for a lot of fourth downs on this. There's no defense. So yeah, I'm not going to be playing a kicker most likely in these lineups. But it's pretty much a crapshoot when it comes to trying to predict this. There is no statistical analytics that I can put together to say, hey, these guys are definitely going to be the ones that go off. Because you just don't know. So, if you guys follow me on Patreon, I'm going to be putting up three lineups on there. Uh, they're just going to be three random lineups. They're not going to be anything related to boom, bust. Uh, it's not going to be cash game viable. And I'm not going to have any kind of contrarian plays because, like I said, we just don't know what's going to happen. But either way, have fun with the lineups this week, guys. Definitely get yourself some Lamar Jackson in there. Drew Brees, this could be his last Pro Bowl, so I expect him to have a solid overall game. Kirk Cousins, hey, he is the most, out of all the Pro Bowls that I've studied, I think I went over six or seven years of Pro Bowls, Kirk Cousins has the most completions in any one of those Pro Bowls with 14. So Kirk Cousins could be an option, especially if the NFC ends up going down in this game. And Kirk Cousins is the third quarterback to come in and is forced to throw constantly, which he should be doing already. Now, there are certain guys that I'm staying away from. Let me go ahead and clarify that. People like Derrick Henry, because they're not going to allow him to mow through guys, right? That's not what this game is about. This game is about the quicker and more agile guys who can find those holes, catch passes out of the backfield, and sure, we might see Derrick Henry actually catch a couple passes out of the backfield. That would be fun to watch. But Derrick Henry, for me, is somebody that I'm probably staying away from in most cases. Alvin Kamara is another one. Obviously, he dealt with the ankle injury, and he could be healed up. He could be fine. I'm going to be playing him in one lineup, but just one. I'm not going to be playing him in a ton of lineups. I talked about how statistically and historically, running backs, especially running backs, but all players as a whole, 
don't get a lot of playing time if they've been dealing with an injury. They tell the coach, they're like, listen, I'm trying to get healthy for this next upcoming season. I don't need the rock. This game isn't important. I could, I could see Alvin Kamara being one of those guys this week in the Pro Bowl. Zach Ertz, another guy that I'm staying very, very far from. I mean, he went on the Philadelphia Inquirer, right? And he told them, after the game, it's going to be a while before I feel right again. I'm not going to be 100% for quite some time. He said at least a month minimum. He's not going to get a lot of playing time in this Pro Bowl game if he plays at all. I haven't really checked the injury report, so you know I'm not sure if he's going to play or not as it is, but I don't expect him to play a whole lot of snaps if he does get any at all. Now, on to a few guys that I do like. I think Lamar Jackson is going to have a lot of fun in his first ever Pro Bowl. And you know what? They're going to design some fun, fun plays for him. It's not every day that you get to coach a guy like Lamar Jackson. I mean, could you see him and Deshaun Watson on the field at the same time and him catching passes from Deshaun Watson? That's going to be a fun, fun combination. I could see Deshaun Watson catching passes from Lamar Jackson. I'm just saying they could have a bunch, a bunch of fun with this matchup for this Pro Bowl. So Lamar Jackson is going to be in almost every single one of my lineups. Deshaun Watson is going to be in a bunch as well. And like I said earlier in the episode, I really like Drew Brees because it could be his last Pro Bowl. I'm not saying it's going to be, but it could be his last Pro Bowl. So I think that he goes up there and throws at least a couple touchdowns. When it comes to Russell Wilson, sure, he could have an all right game. Kirk Cousins, if they're down, he can have an all right game. Ryan Tannenhill who has something to prove still. I feel like he still has a little bit of a chip on his shoulder. If the NFC is up and the AFC is down, then I could see a situation where Tannenhill's in there throwing the ball a ton. Now, Tannenhill's not going to be my top option, of course, neither is Kirk Cousins, but I might have them in a few different lineups. When it comes to Michael Thomas, I think that he's a, a must-play for most of your lineups. Same thing with Devontae Adams. However, I don't know if I would play them both in the same lineup. When it comes to the running back position, I said I'm staying away from that for the most part. However, I think that Nick Chubb could have some fun running, especially behind a decent offensive line. And we've seen his speed. We've seen his breakaway ability. And there's possibility that Nick Chubb could end up busting a long one. So if you are going to play running back, I think that Nick Chubb could be a fun play for you. And then when you look at this, and I talk about influx of talent constantly, you guys know that if you listen to the show, which I'm guessing if you're listening to a Pro Bowl DFS show, then you probably listen to me on a regular basis. But still, I always talk about the influx of youth that's coming into this league when it comes to the wide receiver and the running back position. I think it's going to be insane. And it's showing. It's showing in this Pro Bowl. I mean, we look at Kenny Galladay, who could have a fun, fun first Pro Bowl ever. DJ Shark who could absolutely go insane, especially if Deshaun Watson's throwing the ball, right? Get some air underneath that. And then, of course, Cortland Sutton, who hasn't really played with a good quarterback yet. I mean, could you imagine if he's sitting there catching a few balls from Deshaun Watson? Even from Tannenhill, that would be fun. That would be fun for me to watch Tannenhill slinging the ball to, of course, Cortland Sutton, giving him a few opportunities for jump balls. I mean... This youth is just nuts, and I really, really like these three wide receivers coming in here and showing up and showing out. Now, when it comes to the tight end position, if you wanted to play a tight end, Mark Andrews could be interesting. 
Do I think he plays a ton? No, because he has this injury history. So if he does get any kind of usage, it'll probably be in the red zone. But I could see him coming down with a couple touchdowns. It's possible. So Mark Andrews could be an option for me, especially at 9K on FanDuel. I think Hooper could also have some fun. Maybe Jared Cook, but I kind of like Hooper a little bit more in this one. I mean, we've seen Hooper's potential. And I think teams, at least the safety, is going to be keeping an eye on Jared Coop, Cook a little bit less. <laughs> Cook. Jared Cook a little bit less than what they would for Austin Hooper. So I'm looking for Austin Hooper to have a little, slightly, slightly, potentially better game. Now, do I want to play a tight end? Probably not. But I could see it happening. And if you want to go top heavy, right? And you want to have some fun at the back end. Some of these guys that are, you know, probably should not be started. But you could see a situation when they go off. Right? You got Cordell Patterson. That could be interesting, right? Have some trick plays in there for him. It could be his last Pro Bowl as well. I already talked about CJ Ham. He's probably one of my favorite plays at only 6K. And we've seen situations where they give the fullback the ball multiple times throughout the game in receiving and in the running game as well. I mean, last year, last year, Anthony Sherman. Yeah, you know the guy? You ever heard of him? He's the fullback for the Chiefs. And he put together the best, the best game when it came to fantasy points that I've seen out of any player so far in the Pro Bowl over the past five years or so. And that's not statistically accurate. I just went through and as I was studying, that was the the one that stood out to me the most, I should say. He had three receptions for 92 yards and also had four carries for 11 yards and a touchdown. That's nuts. That's nuts. Nobody even comes close to that. He had the second most carries on the team behind James Conner last year. Could they do it again this year with C.J. Ham? It's possible. But it's also possible for Patrick Ricard to go off as well. He was the fullback for the Ravens. And you better believe that Lamar Jackson and Mark Ingram appreciated the holes that he opened up for them. He could end up having a game as well. And both those guys are only 6K. Of course, you have Andre Roberts. I don't really see him having a good game, so I'm not going to go too much into that. Of course, they want to play the wide receivers that made the Pro Bowl as a wide receiver and not as a special teams guy because they're going to get plenty of opportunity on special teams. But still, you could always see a case where Andre Roberts gets some sort of trick play. Same thing with Harris. Now, I like C.J. Ham and I like Patrick Card a lot more than I like those two guys. But still, I think that you have to take some shots in here if you're going to win big money. And I think that one of these two guys that I just mentioned could be the ticket there. I will be posting three of my lineups up there, guys. So make sure you check on the Patreon. And thank you guys once again for joining me this season. We will have one final DFS episode next week. So get excited for that. For the Super Bowl, I'm going to study my ass off. I've already started my studying for this upcoming episode. I'm stoked about it. There is so much value on the field. And there's so many different possibilities that could happen with this upcoming game. So make sure you guys catch next week's DFS episode. If you guys want to listen to us on any other platform, we're available on Google Play, Apple iTunes, Stitcher, CastBox. And please join us on Patreon. We will be having Dynasty content on our Patreon site. That's patreon.com slash fantasy intervention. Once again, that's patreon.com slash fantasy intervention. 
Huge shout out to Fantasy Football Discussion. Love you guys. And listen, thank you guys for listening once again. And thank you for letting me intervene with your fantasy football life. I'm out. Hey, my mom told my niggas is dope. Switch up a stove. Pick up a stove. They feeling away. They know I'm the goat. That's how you bang a podcast.